0: Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Talk a little college football right now, though. Ryan Horvat in here on Bet MGM and uh, looking at the Big Ten tonight. Looking at the odds right now over at Bet MGM. Go figure, Ohio State. They were in the college football playoff last year. They lose a lot. They lose Justin Fields, but they're still minus 200, including the playoffs as the outright winner. So Ohio State minus 200 to win the 2021 Big Ten Conference. Penn State plus 850. Wisconsin plus 950. And I actually kind of find some value with Wisconsin right there. I mean, if you look at the first game of really of the year for for Graham Mertz, he takes over as starting quarterback. High expectations for Graham Mertz. They uh, beat Illinois. He looks good. Then he goes on the COVID protocol literally after probably the game of his life. Comes back, was never the same player. But we saw that with a lot of guys that came out of the COVID protocol. Just wasn't the same type of player. He was one of the first guys to trademark his own name. For uh, athletes being able to be paid in college football, I think Graham Mertz has a big year. Now, obviously, like they're going to have to kind of figure out life without Jonathan Taylor. Granted, he was gone last year. You saw the second half of the season he had for the Indianapolis Colts. And for like the first time in Wisconsin football history, they could not run the football. And their offensive line wasn't what it used to be. Still a great offensive line, but no matter what with Wisconsin, you could always count on them to have a 1,000-yard rusher, in a big, dominant offensive line. Last year was a little bit different. They're probably going to go more with a aerial passing attack this year with Graham Mertz, but plus 950 if you want to play anybody other than Ohio State, minus 200, or Penn State, plus 850. Don't hate the value right there. Iowa, plus 1,200. Michigan, you're getting 20-1 to 1 odds to win the Big Ten Conference, even with Jim Harbaugh coming back, most overrated head coach in all of college football, probably the eighth-best coach. I started this off as a hot take where I said, I think Jim Harbaugh is probably the seventh or eighth best coach in even the big 10. you look at his salary and um, you know, people were trying to kill me for that. Well, what about PJ Fleck? Now I'll take PJ Fleck over Jim Harbaugh any day. PJ Fleck could motivate me to run through a wall. Say what you want about that guy. I'll roll the boat for him any day, Minnesota 20 to one odds Northwestern. Another coach I love is Pat Fitzgerald thought he might leave for the NFL. Turns it all down to stay at Northwestern. 25 to 1 odds. Here is. Here's a disgusting bet. Nebraska, 25 to 1 odds. Maryland, 80 to 1. Michigan State, pretty much 100 to 1. Uh, Purdue, same thing. And then Illinois, 125 to 1 odds over at BetMGM. We start with Ohio State. They're not going to be as good as they were in 2020. I say that, but I feel like we say that every single year, and they always prove us wrong. Justin Fields is gone. I love Justin Fields. We'll see what they're able to do. Their offense was fantastic last year with Justin Fields behind center. They averaged 519 yards per game, 41 points per game, and they were able to run the football. They didn't really turn the ball over a whole lot, and uh, Justin Fields was excellent, except for you know a couple of weeks uh, throughout the season. But we're going to see what they're able to do this year. You know, the offensive line also lost a few guys. But it's Ohio State. Like they're going to retool. And what could you always count on now at Ohio State? They're going to have ridiculous pass rushers there. You know, whether it's one of the Bosa brothers or they find somebody else, a Chase Young type, they're always going to have dudes that are able to get after the quarterback and uh, they're always going to be dominant on defense. They'll always be able to replace their offensive linemen. We'll see what they look like next year offensively. They got a pretty easy schedule. They open up September 2nd against Minnesota. Against P.J. Fleck and the Fleck Tones. September 11th against Oregon. I'm really looking forward to that one. I just can't wait for a normal college football season. Fans in attendance. Last year, I was just happy to have any anything, really, to be quite honest with you. But this year is going to be much better. September 18th, they get Tulsa. September 25th, uh, they get Akron. October 2nd, at Rutgers, New York's Big Ten team. Rutgers stinks. October 9th, on my birthday, they get Maryland. October 16th is their open date. They got a bye week then. Uh, they also finish out with Indiana, Penn State, Nebraska, Purdue, Michigan State, Michigan, and then we know damn well December 4th they're most likely in the Big Ten championship game in Indianapolis. So I think Ohio State most likely is going to be probably just fine uh, coming up next season, even without Justin Fields. Penn State was a little bit of a disaster last year. Um, I expect them to bounce back. You know, they had the loss at Wisconsin right out of the gate pretty much. But I think that they're going to have a rebound season. Penn State, I, I I do. Um, You know, it's Penn State. They're always going to be able to recruit. I don't know if you buy into James Franklin. He's in his eighth year. But in eight years there, he's won 60 games, lost 28 of them. So I, I expect Penn State to probably be able to bounce back this year. Um, you got to look at the quarterback situation. You know, is Sean Clifford a good college quarterback? He's 6'2", 220 he's mobile, he's solid on the move, he's solid on the run, but is he going to be able to make plays? Are they going to go to uh, Will Levis, who, well, actually, Will Levis left. I forgot about that. He went to Kentucky. Like, this college football season, especially with the transfer portal, like in college basketball, got to remember who's on what squads. Michigan, they're probably going to finish third, I would guess, in the the Big Ten. At least that's where, you know, the preseason rankings are going to have them, but I just cannot buy into a Jim Harbaugh-led team. And you look at the schedule. They open up with Western Michigan. They go to Washington after that. September 18th, they get Northern Illinois. Then they go to Rutgers. They're at Wisconsin on October 2nd. Looking forward to that one. On my birthday, October 9th, they are at Nebraska. Then they have their open date, but they got some tough matchups. October 23rd, at home against Northwestern. Northwestern's always a tough team to beat, you know, reg- regardless of. You know, everybody on the team having to have a perfect GPA. Northwestern's always tough. They always play tough for Pat Fitzgerald. October 30th at Michigan State. Who the hell knows what Michigan State's going to look like this year. November 6th against Indiana. November 13th at Penn State. And then, after going to Penn State, they got to travel to Maryland. And then, November 27th is the one that we're all going to be looking forward to. Is it's finally, we're getting it again. Is you get Michigan and Ohio State. And it'll most likely be Ryan Day in Ohio State, beating the living hell out of Jim Harbaugh, per usual. Indiana, there's a sneaky team. You have to wonder about Michael Pennick Jr.'s knee, you know, with that injury. are Is he going to be fine? Because if he is, I think that they're a sneaky team. Indiana, they're going to be able to put points up on the board. Michigan State, you got to give Mel Tucker one more year, I guess, but I just can't buy into a Mel Tucker-led team. They're going to be great defensively, most likely, and they're not going to be able to move the football. It just, that's going to be the case for Michigan State for a while now, I feel. Uh, Rutgers, yeah, no thank you. Maryland, exactly, no thank you. So, that side of the division, um, I think you got to go with Ohio State, obviously, right? But then you look at the West. And again, I'm pretty high on Wisconsin. You know, no team other than Ohio State, I would say, had to deal with the COVID situation like Wisconsin did last year and also the injuries. You know, they had some on the field issues. Um, they need to get the running game going again is Graham Mertz as good as he was hyped up to be and again can the defense be as dominant as they've been in the past you got Iowa who's there you know Iowa needs to figure out how to throw the ball down the field you're going to have Tyler Goodson who's going to probably run wild against their typical with their typical I should say offensive line Uh, they bring back pretty much their defensive back seven I mean they bring back all of their corners so, Iowa will be a typical Iowa team. They'll probably have a disappointing loss, a couple upset victories. Nobody wants to go play Iowa at Iowa, especially on a blackout night when the lights are out at Kinnic. Northwestern, Northwestern's going to be tough like they usually are. And then Minnesota, uh, you know, what are you going to get from Minnesota from a PJ Fleck team? So, again, minus 200 odds for Ohio State is the outright winner. That includes the playoffs. Penn State plus 850. My value pick, I guess, would be Wisconsin, and I'd buy into the Graham Mertz hype plus 950, Iowa 12 to 1, Michigan 20 to one, Indiana 20 to one, Minnesota 20 to 1, and then Northwestern 25 to 1. all of those odds, courtesy of bet MGM. Get back into Wisconsin really quick because they open up against Penn State. So that's going to be awesome just to kick off the season. That's September 4th. Right away, you get Wisconsin and you get Penn State. And we're going to find out a lot about both of those teams. Then they go to Eastern Michigan, so the schedule gets a little bit easier. They got the open date on September 18th, and then Notre Dame, and that game is going to be played in Chicago September 25th. Looking forward to that one as a Notre Dame fan. That one played in Chicago, as I mentioned. Uh, October 2nd, Michigan. Then they're on the road at Illinois. That's a blowout win. Then they play Army. Then they go to Purdue. Then they get Iowa. And then it's Rutgers, Northwestern, Nebraska, Minnesota, and then December 4th, the Big Ten championship in Indy. So if I'm picking a matchup right now, I'd probably go Ohio State and Wisconsin. Over in the All Star game right now, there are two runners on. Five to one ball game. And we got Juan Soto at the plate. Juan Soto, who put on a show in the home run derby, knocking off Otani. Two outs, though. Three one count. Bassett on the mound. In a 5-1 game. And this is the most action I think we've had all night in this All-Star game. So we'll take a little break with Manny Machado on second. And now we got the bases loaded for the National League. Give me a grand slam to tie this thing up with two outs here. Please, for the love of God, Bassett now at 20 pitches. But two away. And here comes my guy, Chris Bryant, with the at-bat. He's going to be a Cub probably for about two more weeks. So we'll sit back and enjoy this if uh, if you are a Cub fan. Looking at it, college football... Um, as far as just the national championship, looking at the futures, we went through the conference in the Big Ten. But you look at the odds for a Big Ten winner to win the playoffs. So obviously Alabama is going to be the favorite, as they will be every single season, plus 250 odds over at BetMGM. They they lose a lot as well. Mac Jones obviously gone. Uh, all those receivers gone. Devontae Smith is gone. Jalen Waddell is gone. Plus 250. Clemson plus 350. The third best odds, Ohio State, 5-1. to one. Even though they lose a lot, Ohio State's there with the third best odds, as you would expect with a Ryan Day coach team. They're obviously going to be able to recruit the best in the Midwest. Five to one odds for them. Oklahoma plus 700. Georgia, eight to one odds. You got to go all the way down, and you get Wisconsin with the second best odds out of the Big Ten. 35 to one to win the national title. Don't think I would play that. After that, you get Penn State 40 to one. And that's really the only realistic options. I mean, if you want to take a shot with Michigan 50-1, to you could get that over at BetMGM as well. And that is the college football uh, national championship odds. And you got to remember this year, uh, still just the four teams that are going to get in. And then we'll have the expanded playoff, which I was actually not the biggest fan of because I feel like it takes away from the regular season a little bit, but Once we get a little bit closer and you're telling me I get more football, I'll be fine with it. I just don't know that I want to watch Coastal Carolina end up upsetting their way to the national championship and uh, getting smoked by Alabama as we got a wild pitch or a pass ball. We'll see what they call that. Run comes home to score. Now 5-2 to as the National League gets on the board here again with Manny Machado coming home to score. That's my guy Chris Bryant taking a pitch in the dirt. Way to go, Chris. Now knocking a couple runs here for the National League. Uh, the division winner, though, in the Big Ten West, that would be Wisconsin with the best odds, plus 105. Actually kind of surprised to see Iowa with the second best odds, plus 185. P.J. Fleck in Minnesota, plus 800 to win the West. Northwestern, getting decent value right there. As I said, man, Pat Fitzgerald's always going to have his guys ready to play, plus 1,000. Nebraska with the same odds, which is kind of hard to believe. Nebraska is... Remember last year, like Nebraska did that thing where it was, we'll play anywhere, we'll play anywhere, we'll play anybody, anywhere, anytime. And then, like this year, they're already dropping games off of their schedule. Uh, Purdue, 30 to 1 odds. Illinois, gross. No thank you on that. We got a timeout in the action here in the All Star game. Again, 5 to 2. Take a quick look, real quick, at the updated lines over at BetMGM with a 5 to 2 lead for the American League. The AL still minus 800 favorites. The NL plus 500 now. And now the total back up to 10, and it's juiced to the over, minus 115. Not great for underbetters over here in the All-Star game, 5-2 to two, as Manny Machado comes home to score. And you could get the AL right now on the run line, minus 2.5. The odds right there, minus 130. The NL plus 100 for them to cover 2.5 runs in this game. And that's where we stand right now, 5-2 to two, in the bottom of the seventh in a game that I feel like is flying by. It took them longer to start the damn thing than the thing's probably going to last. By the time we get off air, this one should be wrapping up here shortly. So if I'm making a bet, I guess, again, going back to the Big Ten, looking at all these schedules, trying to make a case for anybody really other than Ohio State to have a huge year, and Wisconsin, looking at Iowa with the second-best odds in their conference, and their schedule opening up against Indiana. Then they go to Ohio State, Iowa State. That's always a tough matchup for them. And I'm really high on Iowa State again this year. I absolutely love Matt Campbell. Probably my favorite coach in all of college football. So I'm out, to be honest with you, on Iowa. I think that's a loss week, too. And I think they fall to Penn State October 9th. Probably lose on the road at Wisconsin October 30th as well.